Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Hello and welcome to the SmackDown preview. I'm Adam Wilborn from What Culture, joined by one of the Dudley Boys, Michael Hamlet from What Culture, to look ahead to tonight's episode of Friday Night SmackDown. But before we get into it, if you're a fan of this sort of thing, Make sure you subscribe to What Culture Wrestling on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, wherever you get your podcasts from, for daily wrestling podcasts, where we not only review SmackDown, but also Manamal, the show formerly known as NXT 2.0, oh! AW Dynamite, AW Collision, pay-per-views, premium live events. We have interviews, roundtable discussions, and a roundup that we complete. The video quiz, of course, on wrestle culture. As I said, though, joined by Michael Hamlet to look ahead to tonight's SmackDown and the go-home show ahead of Money in the Bank. Indeed. I'm pretty excited about this, you know. And previously, I will say, previously I used to listen to you doing your intro when we would be recording SmackDown stuff, preview and review stuff, and then you'd go, AW Dynamite, AW Rampage. And I'd go, Oh, thank God, I do SmackDown every week. <laughs> and now it's Collision. I have a little pang of jealousy. Because mm. like, it's definitely going to be some weeks where stuff's going to go on in Collision. Well, at least one match or one promo is going to go on in Collision. I'm mean, <laughs> like, oh, I really wish I could talk about that. But not this week. Regardless of Collision, Punk will do some class. But not this week do I feel jealous because this SmackDown feels like the exciting way to start an exciting weekend. I um, Two points I want to make were three. Number one, we're recording this in advance of yes. Friday, so there might yet be stuff added. Mm-hmm. Number two, maybe there won't be, because I covered your spot on the news with Andy Murray earlier this week, and we talked about WWE, quote, Vince-proofing the product by, and this is <laughs> this is wild, see what they've come up with as a way to Vince-proof, booking, <laughs> right? <laughs> so, like, they're, they're, these match announcements... They are put in a place in as much time as possible in order to basically try and stop Vince cancelling. He likes having things his way, but he hates actually cancelling pre-advertised matches. And we remember the old Vince thing about if you have to cancel it, you've got to make it better. Yeah. So that stands up, doesn't it? That, like, that was his one thing that he still cared about, about like the industry that he made all of his money from. It was like, well, you've promoted it now. You've got to deliver it. Yeah. Um, He's a man of morals, Michael Hamlet. Ugh, right? Even then... Last week, we previewed Bailey versus Shotzi yeah. with a big stipulation on the line. Bailey did a bunch of local radio promoting that match, and indeed, her role in this episode of SmackDown did not even appear on the show when Ew. the match was scrapped. Stipulation was dead because when we got to Raw, she was just in the ring having the tet 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 with mm-hmm. all the other women in the match. So even when Vince briefed, uh, it's not necessarily <laughs> going to play out as we thought. And number three, when also covering your spot on the news, I was reminded that sometimes you say things on a video that get you in more trouble than things you might say on a podcast. We have a very... I love our listenership. I love how dedicated they are. I love how uh, engaged they are with us online. And it's always, even in disagreement, it's always pleasant. It's always fun. Um, And it's just brilliant. I, I, I love it dearly. It's not so nuanced in the <laughs> YouTube comments. Mm-hmm. Uh and sometimes when people see your face, that makes them angrier because of the, <laughs> the, the words that will come out of your mouth. And I might have suggested, because I believe it, right? I don't say things on any of the content that we do that I don't mean. The ceiling 
of Money in the Bank, in my opinion, is so high that I believe it has the potential to be better than Forbidden Door. Wow. Now, WWE has a habit of getting in the way of itself. Yeah. So it probably won't be. Not on pay-per-views, though. Less on pay-per-views than on television, certainly. So it probably won't be. And even if I think it is, it doesn't mean that anybody has to agree. But I'm just saying it in a way because this is our space on the podcast to be able to flesh out things that might sometimes sound like sound bites or comments that are designed to prod or instigate debate or whatever the YouTube algorithm likes. I don't know. But I, I mean it. Unsurprisingly, like, Twitter's the same as this. The other day we did a review for Forbidden Door uh-huh. where I posed the question, yeah. was this the best pay-per-view ever? Mm-hmm. Not a statement, a question. And did Sidgwick and I not both go, no? The, si- Michael Sidgwick, yeah. you know, the AEW guy here at What Culture, the first word out of his mouth on that podcast was no. Yeah. And yet all I with saw With the same cadence of we hit it with on what went down minutes afterwards. Yeah. So two separate... Different time judgments of the show. Anyway, I'm not yeah. going to get rant about it. But. but yeah, so I just, I think it could be better. I, but I'm not sure it'll hit the ceiling, but I just look at the card and I think this has got it in it. And certainly for me, like I, I'm talking to some I think this could be one of the best, I think this could be the best Money in the Bank premium live event pay-per-view in the last decade. 2011 for me will always be incredibly special. Then 2020. Then <laughs> 2020. <laughs> but I don't know what it is. I don't know whether it's this card, which I think is just women's tag team title match because there's not a really a storyline going into no. that, that side. It's nice to have Liv Morgan back, obviously. Yeah. Um, but we all, I mean, I, if I was going to bet my house on a match, mm-hmm. it'd be that one. It'd be that one. Uh, on this show. That match aside, I think there's six phenomenal matches. Yeah. Uh, you know my love for Money in the Bank. If it was mm-hmm. down to me, I'd get rid of Survivor Series and just put Money in the Bank there. Yeah. I love it that much. It's that important to me. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe less so now Water Games is it. Water Games. Water but, um, that's, that's probably past tense, let's be honest. <laughs> um, but I don't know if it's that, this card, the potential for L.A. Yeah. to become Mr. Money in the Bank, uh, the bloodline, just reaching yet another peak. in The, the time game. of night it's on. The time it's on, our plans surrounding <laughs> it. Like, I'm just, I'm giddy with this pay-per-view. And this SmackDown is getting me in the mood for it because it's not just... Uh, it's the show tomorrow. We're here in London. It's a bloody phone box. Yeah. It's a really stacked SmackDown. Stacked down. Um, <laughs> yeah, this is what we... Like, Not now. Explains why he's down. We'll just kick him straight On the entire way for that. For that. Oh, we, we can't keep paying like, that much for these silly gags. Like, we're gonna Please leave a five-star review online. Yeah. <laughs> we need this. Fox's flight bill is... We really need to start doing these jokes by Skype. We might have to if he goes to prison. Um, the WrestleMania, uh, what they call WrestleMania SmackDown, they would call it, wouldn't they? Yeah. They weren't subtle about it. It's WrestleMania SmackDown. <laughs> Those cards are pretty trash. But Backlash SmackDown was out of this world. Oh, my God. And that is the bar. Like, I'm speaking to, I guess, many of our countrymen and women that will be down at this show. Yes. That's the bar you've got to... Uh, somehow try and at least meet, if not surpass, with O2 SmackDown, with um, Money in the Bank SmackDown, with Money in the SmackDown. I don't know. I can't. Yeah. It's a long day. Um, this show. <laughs> it's it's the same building, same place. You are getting... Money in the Smack? I don't know. You're getting matches. If like There's one promo that we're going to get to in a minute, obviously because somebody's returning, but there's matches which would have fit on the Money in the Bank card, but have instead been put here yeah. to make this... The effectively 
Effectively, the kind of really exciting all-star kickoff to Money in the Bank, and allow us to get out in time for trebles on Saturday night. Absolutely, that too. Let's quickly run actually because we aren't going to get a chance, are we? With, with the schedules being as they are, mm-hmm. let's run down because I've done my predictions. I believe by the time this goes out, it'll already be out as a podcast. Me and Andy Murray ran Excellent. through this yep. entire card. Let's go through it now. Mm-hmm. I'll go bottom to top. Yep. No, no, I'll go in the order that I think the main event is going to be, and then I'll just ask the others. All right. Uh, Gunther Riddle, IC title. Gunter retains, could steal the whole show. Yeah. Uh, Ronda and Shane versus Liv Morgan, Raquel Rodriguez. Retain the titles. Yeah. Split there or no? Uh, ooh. Yeah, why not? Mm, yeah, Liv Morgan gets decimated and Raquel's off to the races. Uh, Seth versus Finn for the World Heavyweight Championship. Seth wins. Um, and th- again, sealing WWE being what it is, WWE. Uh, this could be pretty special. They've got a, a crowd that I think are going to be super kind yes. to the both of them. They're going to want this to rule. Um, more fans in that building, I believe, will buy into this it's been seven years yes. story than I think maybe do in these American buildings. So I think this could be a sleeper. I know it's Seth and Finn. You're saying sleeper hit. Yeah. Uh, but genuinely, like this could be a bit of a, a bit of a bore. And I don't think, uh, like, on another show, I think this is a bit dull. But not here. No. Uh, I think it's going to be great, that match. Uh, Cody Rhodes versus Dominic Mysterio. <laughs> Cody wins. Obviously. Right, but because it ends up not being a good night for the Judgment Day, if you look at them up and down the card. And it's like a nice story, the fact there's dissension. Damien Priest is just trying his hardest, and the others are just trying to cheat. Like, Randy Rhodes, maybe, to sort of oh stub out the threat of Rhea Ripley. Uh can they get Pharaoh over on one of those animal carrying planes? I don't know. Like, I just, I think this is going to be fantastic. Yeah. I think this is going to be absolutely electric. And like, how long into the match can they go before Cody lands a punch on him? That's like, well, that's a little game that they can play while having the match. I love this. Mm. Selena Vega versus Becky Lynch versus Zoe Stark versus Bailey versus EO Sky versus Trish Stratus for the women's money in the bank ladder match. Ah, uh, uh. Eo Sky, I think. Same as me and Andy, that, yeah. I've got like a. I keep going back. We discussed on last week's SmackDown preview. I've got a little bit of the. Now that Bailey's in and the shotty thing's dead, I've got a little bit of that thing about when there's these ladder matches happen and they've booked something, but the fans are deciding, no, it's them. And I wonder if the what we see on television won't be reflected mm. in England. I just feel like London will be all about Bailey. And I hope they are. I love that law. I love it. I was part of that law, so I love it deeply. Yes. And uh, I don't know. I feel like on the night, Bailey might be received as a mega baby face, and they might know that going Triple H. It's Triple H that helped craft that law way back in like 2015 with the NXT Bailey. So maybe he's aware of that. Um, but I'll go with Eo Sky. Ricochet. No, I'll go with Bailey. Sod it. Like she. I thought you might go for Becky. Becky. She costs on Raw. She costs Eo Sky the briefcase, to an enormous pop in London, and then they flip it when they get back to America, and it's like, you screwed your best friend. Uh-huh. Like, I thought, yeah, I thought you were there to help people grow within Damage Kataro. Uh Men's Money in the Back ladder match. Look at this lineup. Ricochet versus Shinsuke Nakamura, who's trying again. Yep. Shinsuke's trying again. <laughs> versus Santos Escobar versus Butch versus Damian Priest versus Logan Paul versus... L A Nyla Logan Paul. Ooh. Sorry, sorry, I know. Um I think the heat's gonna be out the ass. I don't know whether that's valuable or not, or you should just do 
Like what? Well, this is what I want. This is what I think. What yes. I want. What I want is LA Knight to win. Of course I do. It's great seeing stars on the ascendancy when that feeling is just undeniable. There's nothing like it in wrestling. And here we are with LA Knight. But um, Logan Paul, like, like I'm doing this for like all the boring business reasons. But it isn't the worst thing from a narrative one either. Yes, they get him appearing wherever he appears with a big money in the bank briefcase all over him. Yes, they have the potential to turn the briefcase into a giant green prime bottle. Like they could sell money in the bank flavored bottles of prime. Yeah, they could. There's like all of this nonsense. Logan Paul is a money guy flavored prime. <laughs> Logan Paul is a perfect. Oh my god, what's he doing here for a cash in because he isn't there every week? Yeah, because so I was going to say the, the reason I have gone LA. I'm changing my mind every day on this. Yeah, the reason I've gone LA night right now is because they need this person to always be in the building in case they just decide, ah, oh, we've just found out Seth's got an injury and we need to take the title off him tonight, ASAP. Mm. He can't fly Logan in. He's off doing a tour or doing some YouTube or boxing or whatever it is. But then again, yeah, anytime then you'd hear, Logan Paul's backstage. That oh, yeah. actually, yeah, yeah, makes a lot of sense. Uh, so I just think there's like loads of positives. And I a little bit of me is wondering if they're going to do, um, with or without... Paul winning the briefcase, Logan, Seth, two for the belt at SummerSlam. Ooh. Like the WrestleMania rematch, so perhaps... Got Bruce Bet? What, on that match happening? On the No, on the... I'll have LA, you have Logan. You know what, I'm going to take that bet, because I lose all of them, and I really want LA Knight to win. Yeah. I'll take that, yeah. Um, we'll t- get to talking about the match in a mm-hmm. second, but I think the main event, of course, of Money in the Bank is going to be the Bloodline Civil War. Yeah. Roman Reigns, I acknowledge my tribal chief, despite everything, and so loose to um, against the Usos, Jimmy and Jay. Ahead of that, though, tonight on SmackDown, Roman Reigns is back, mm. looking ahead to the Bloodline Civil War and the storyline that has justified them not putting the title on Cody at WrestleMania for me. <sighs> anyway, um, hmm? huh? Let's ask some questions. I've made my feelings clear on this every single week since WrestleMania. I won't do it here because people must be getting sick of it, as I, I am. There's another E to that tweet. Have <laughs> <laughs> we still got the button on there? Soundboard. We still got the old. Oh, the e- e- I don't know. I don't think we do. That would have been egg. <laughs> s- s- egg. <laughs> it's all right if we don't. The um, the match I cannot call. Roman Reigns. My assumption tonight would be that he gets London to acknowledge him. And then you don't... Have you noticed sometimes when he's done the premium live events without doing the TV build, he kind of does his promo stuff in the match as well. Mm-hmm. And there's not necessarily a need for that if he gets given promo time. There's big matches here, but there is time. There is time for Roman to take his time, walk into the ring. There's time for Roman to delay things and drag things out and make you wonder what he's going to say in the first glimpse we get of him since that iconic in Paranoia, it's the Usos flash look. Oh, so go watch that, In yeah. the digital exclusive. Like, this is the first time we've like, clasped eyes on his since. And I just think he's going to try and not no-sell it. He's going to try. Not no-sell it, but I think he's going to undersell what happened to him, as if we weren't watching. You know, like somebody that tells you um, the plot of a film but didn't realise you were in the cinema and gets it all wrong. (laughs) Like, he's going to try and completely undermine just how gotten to he was, how embarrassed he was, how physically dominated he was, and solo for that matter, uh, and how Paul Heyman stood there on the floor questioning if any of this is even the thing anymore, but now the Usos have left. He's going to downplay it. He's going to be like, this is a civil war, and in a war, there's winners and losers. 
But the whole point is it's a war within countries. It's a war within families. It's a war to not, like, sort of bring about the end of civility, but regain civility. So Jimmy and Jay, nice cheap shot. But uh, when we win on Saturday, and we will win, it's not about casting you out. It's about bringing you back in. Oh. Because now he's going to be like fake Mr. Nice Guy because he's had two weeks to reconcile the fact that he is absolutely on his arse. He was literally there on that SmackDown show, and ever since then, all he's been able to think about is me and Solo. I'm screwed. So he's going to... The gaslighting continues, but very much in the way, we're going to hurt you. We're going to... Re- I'm going to smash you. Oh, we'll smash you. going to really hurt you, but it's going to be for your own good. I don't want to do it. You kind of made me do it, and then when we win, I'm going to bring you back to SmackDown... And it's going to be such a hard-fought match. You know what I'm going to do? I'm acknowledge you. Oh. And that's what he's going to say. And it's going to be this whole thing about everybody suddenly going, ah, oh, I never considered that that's what the connotations of the Civil War actually are. When America had a Civil War, it wasn't like, right, no more America. Bip, bip, bip. It was, right, well, now the country has to heal and yeah. rebuild. That's how he's going to frame the consequences of the match on Saturday, win, lose, or draw. And then, to my prediction... I think, I don't know. I was going to say, I think they win, and now as the worst one. Um, find out on Saturday. <laughs> no, I, Roman and Solo. Oh, really? But I, I feel I'm, like Usos have to. I'm win. saying that, and it's like, no, Usos have to. Jay's got to. Andy's gone with a very outlandish piece of booking for this. That's all I'll say. Oh, all right. Okay. I was going to ask you, but I was like, I'll stop people listening yeah. to yeah. uh, There was a thing, the story this week as well about the, apparently those two finishes, and nobody could quite make their mind up which way they're going to go and with it. And, Rumors of a big upset at Money in the Bank not involving Cody or LA Naira. A big upset. That's what I've heard. Uso's winning could be considered a big upset. Oh, but man, you know, I it's not looking Gunther. I was so close to the honky-tonk on record. That Gunther <laughs> title reign is giving me anxiety at this point. Yeah. Like, it's so good. I'd like that, because I think that's a great bit of booking. But can I also order a side order of the mask completely slips and he snaps again? Also great, yeah. You know, him being like, guys, you know, think of the history we've had together. Yeah. You know, we're going to, you know, f- families fight. But most importantly, they come back together. And then maybe, <laughs> sorry, Paul, they super kick Paul Heyman, both of them. Great. And he goes, you fucking, you've done to me. I've done everything for you. And he, I, I, basically, I'm just trying to work around the way that he says, history's written by the winners. Mm-hmm. I always win. So you're, you're going to barely be a, a footnote in in the history of the bloodline, despite the fact that we all know if they hadn't been there, he'd have lost this job years ago. <laughs> now, nah, that's good stuff. You got me thinking there about famous family patriarchs losing it, completely losing it, not being able to contain themselves. And I thought of uh, the, fam- the dad from the Ball family. And he's like, Jimmy J, you're making me mad. Rips off his shirt. <laughs> um, John Moxley comes out there. <laughs> um, yeah, he's really fuming. Um, I've lost my train of thought now. I think the ball family. <laughs> that run always throws you off, doesn't it? Every time he gets he's so excited. <laughs> like the Kung Fu for the Miz. Uh, Roman Reigns, what are we talking about? Oh, yeah. The idea of Paul Heyman getting super kicked is interesting because I wonder if Roman Reigns... In it. I, I do love this balance that he has to strike between uh, being cross also saving face and being unbothered because mm. it's much cooler to no-sell these things and sell them. Like, how far can that be stretched? Like, Solo got decked with a super kick and has been beaten up before by the Usos. If Heyman gets one, 
He's like Roman sort of get up, wise man. Get up. Yeah, like, and he, like he's angry with him for being knocked out basically by a double C. <laughs> what are you going to do? Weekend at Bernie's with Paul Heyman. <laughs> weekend at Paulie's. <laughs> <laughs> like sort of Roman's forced to sort of like. <laughs> so like prop him up, hold him up. <laughs> a lot can happen in the next three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Before we go any further, though, this podcast is brought to you by Rocket Money. Do you ever feel like money is just flying out of your account and you've got no idea where it's going? Well, it's all those subscriptions. I mean, think about it. Between streaming services, fitness apps, delivery services, it is endless. I'm guilty of this, so I used Rocket Money to help me find out what subscriptions I'm actually spending money on, and it was more shocking than a wrestling betrayal. You see, Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has helped save its members an average of $720 a year with over $500 million in cancelled subscriptions. So stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash wrestling. That's rocketmoney.com slash wrestling. Rocketmoney.com slash wrestling. Right, uh, we've got two title matches to look forward to as well tonight. Yeah. Big ones. Let's start with the WWE Women's Championship, Asuka versus Charlotte Flair. Am I right in thinking Bianca's banned from ringside for this? Yeah, this was another Vincey feeling type thing where they'd said, uh, she said, yeah, I'm going to be ringside. If you think you can jump the line to get a title match, what makes you better than me? I'll jump the line to be ringside looking on and I'll, Make sure there's shenan- no shenanigans, blah, yeah. blah, blah. I'll make sure that like this goes the way it should, and I'll, I might stick the winner, treat myself to make myself the number one I can jump line. I'm Bianca friggin' Belair. I can jump lines too. And then, like, I was Vince completely Rock- with her, by the way, on that. 100%. And then Vince rocks up and says, no, you're not. Charlotte Flair can. Absolutely nobody else can. Uh, banned. Banned from ringside. Loser. So maybe maybe it wasn't Vince. Maybe they just changed their mind. But like that felt yeah. a lot like something's been set up here, and it's just been unset up. So the match goes, and the match goes, and... Uh, does Bianca get involved to lead? I, I think this is getting a finish, right? Yeah. But does she get involved to help cause that finish? Um, and then they do like a kind of Bianca Belair, like Becky Lynch, when she was constantly getting like hauled away by the police, having to apologize, all that kind of stuff. Nonsense, really. But like, do they do this thing where like Bianca's got to fight her way back into the match as Becky Lynch did at WrestleMania? Like, the triple threat is happening. Yes. But she's got to now deal with Adam Pearce being raging that she didn't follow the instruction because the one thing babyface is supposed to face is adversity. Ooh, what if... Question. Mm. It's a legitimate question, this, and I, I've never actually thought about this in my years as a wrestling fan. Banned from ringside, does that include buying a ticket? Ooh. They've done this before. No. That would, that's the precedent for that. I'm if not sitting on commentary. I'm not sitting on ringside. I've got a good friend mm-hmm. in... Uh, uh, 
Simon Miller. Bianca's going to need about 500 good friends because that's how much the resale tickets cost him for these shows. <laughs> so <laughs> I think like about 300 quid or something like that. Um, she should buy a ticket, yeah, and be ringside and she should sit next to Simon Miller and the two of them can like give each other the rub because they're both as famous as each other. Yeah. So that'll be nice. Uh, now she'll be, she'll get involved in some respect, but then not, it won't just be as simple as, well, I'm getting in three way C at SummerSlam. It'll, she'll have to like fight her way into it as the one real baby face because on SmackDown last week, I don't know if you noticed this, you know, as that horrendous beatdown by Asuka was happening on Charlotte mm. Flair, they were piping in the booze. Were they? <laughs> uh, to let you know at home that Asuka is the baddie and you're like, Thanks, WWE, because <laughs> she's not. Charlotte Flair remains Yeah, the this might be an interesting reception. Yeah. Um, they're stars, and I just feel like we, as a nation, when WWE plays live, kind of respond well to stars. They'll both get huge responses. The match will be hot. Uh, but I do think Asker will be a bit of a sentimental favourite, and Bianca will help her win. Might even not be on purpose. She might swing that hair and whip Charlotte when Asker moves out of the way. Something along those lines. But Asker retains, and the three-way is still very much part of the SummerSlam conversation. Mm, yeah, I'm, I'm trying to work out a new spot with hair-based things. Mm-hmm. And all I can think about, ironically, is the other team involved in another title match where pretty deadly, because we haven't had a chance to review it, obviously, with, with uh, Forbidden Door and things like that. I loved the finish of the Street Profits match. Yeah. I'll wear our, what are they called? Bralettes. Bralettes. Our bralettes, yeah. Yeah, wear that, will you? Well, yeah. we'll use it to wrap your feet up for the finish. So thanks very much. The pretty deadly finishes are one of the highlights of SmackDown for me. They think of stuff all the time. Well, obviously, creative teams and Pretty Deadly and all the rest. All the rest has come together. A collaborative process. But in kayfabe, Pretty Deadly have got, oh, match, is it? Got a finish for that. Like, they've got a way to beat you through slightly nefarious means, admittedly, but clever ones. Mm. Kind of have to respect it. And Owens and Zayn have got to be prepared for that. I'm buzzing for this. Yeah. It's a bit I, of me that wants a title change. I don't think it's going to happen. Just thought of a Bianca Belair hair spot. Do you want it? Go on. You know how the figure eight reduce Asuka to tears and forced her to tap in their legendary WrestleMania match, mm-hmm. ending Asuka's streak. Charlotte, yeah. it, like, it's an annoying a, night, that, for me, yeah. WrestleMania 34. Char- 34? Uh, yeah, 34. Yeah, Charlotte's had her arm worked on. So she's trying to do that one-arm bridge. She can't oh, yeah. bridge with both hands. Asuka's been working the arm. So she's doing that one-arm bridge with her back to, like, the bottom rope. Okay. And then Bianca uses her hair to whip the remaining hand away. She's got her arm there. Arm gets cut away from Charlotte straight away. And then Charlotte collapses back as a result because she's bridging herself. And like Asuka's able to fall forward and get the pin as a result. Along those lines because they're they're entwined. Yeah, all I can think of off the top of my head right now is, yeah, Asuka goes to miss Charlotte. Charlotte ducks. Referee gets misted. Spills to the outside. He's there. Oh, boy, get me a T-shirt. I've got to clean my eyes. Right. Bianca Belair's like, Ref, you need to be concentrating here because if you used a weapon or whatever it may be, or yeah. she's and she eventually just goes, I'm not having this. You can't this isn't this is this isn't right, damn it. And yeah, shenanigans. Whatever happens in that match, Asuka retains. Asuka blows the miss and Charlotte. Well, unless unless they want to just go, let's move one step closer for Charlotte. What's she on now? Fourteen? Yes, I think so. Fourteen. Asuka blows the miss in Charlotte's face, does a bank sign and pins it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But let's talk undisputed tag titles. Sami Zayn, Kevin Owens versus Pretty Deadly. I love all four people in this match. Yeah. For very different reasons. Pretty Deadly haven't lost on SmackDown yet, have they? Not as far as I'm aware. And they've been, di- I think. This and they is ran the gauntlet. <laughs> this is where their tag team chickens come home to roost, and it's going to be really satisfying. 
They'll have several. They might even redo some of the ways that they've been, and it'll be the story of the match. Like so, when they've done the blind tag stuff, when they've tried the hiding in the apron, yeah, the apron, the bralette, whatever it's called, all of the sort of um, like all of the ways in which they've kind of cleverly beaten all these teams. They'll try them one by one, and a ref will spot them, or Kevin Owens. It was so fuming. He's like, no, absolutely not. That's not happening. Um, but you get like some really cool near falls, like pretty deadly heels, but they are in the UK. And I think there's going to be uh, a little bit of a cult following for yes. them. But it's Zane and Owen still. Uh, and they'll fall short, but it'll be an awful, awful lot of fun. And Zane's, uh, Zane's given up on trying to contain Owen's anger against these two is going to be really entertaining. Mm. Like they're going to be doing cut the ring in half stuff. Yeah, your typical heel stuff. But Owens is just going to be like, have you seen Inside Out? Yes. You know, the little red guy that's yeah. anger. That's going to be Kevin Owens on the apron as they've cut the ring in half and they're just trying all these cheating moves on Sami Zayn and all these finishing. The ref keeps missing it and whatever. And it, like Owens is getting angrier and angrier and angrier. And that hot tag, like in the Inside Out, when the flame comes out of the guy's head, you're yeah. going to feel like you're seeing it from Owens. He's going <laughs> to kick that much ass. Uh, I just think it'll be really fun. And I can easely see him, yeah, coming in running wild and then doing a ESB! Oh, ESB. Kevin yeah, Owens, yeah. Deafening reaction. Yeah. Yeah, I think with this one as well, the tag titles are going nowhere. Oh, Kevin Owens doing a side plate check. <laughs> Slapping his side. Doing the fingers. Yeah. Love this where people are like, um, pretty deadly to invent this new cool finger thing. <laughs> it's like they've never argued that that's, they know. Yeah. I just, why do I get involved with these arguments on Twitter? Damien, Pri- Damien Priest stealing from Razor Ramona. So, yeah. yeah, that's what he means when he kisses and looks up at the sky. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah Owens is aimed to retain, though. Yeah, should be really, really fun. Super hot. I, I hope this isn't the last time. I, I'm, I'm, I, I, I want to see more of Pretty Deadly at the top of the card. I think they're, they're brilliant. They've, from the moment we went, oh, God, they bring someone in from NXT UK, mm-hmm. and then they just hit the ground running in NXT, and they've just continued from there, really. Here's something. Of our, am I right in thinking, then? That across two nights, there's not a single title change that we forecast there. Women's tags, men's no. tags. No. I see. Uh, Seth, the world. Roman's not got his belt on the line. Kelsa Prees. And then. I think they have to have the obligatory women's cash in within the next 24 hours. Oh, of course, yeah. Aye, that's it, yeah. Oh, God. Out. It's a Saturday. That's 48 hours. Oh, no, oh that's it. They're going to have to cash in on the show. It's going to have to One be. One person has lasted more than a day on that women's money in the bank briefcase. She's got the longest run with the briefcase <laughs> yeah. ever of anybody. Carmella. It's either on the night, on the roar after, or 280 <laughs> days later. Yeah. That's, your, that's your options. The clock is ticking. Um, we love Grayson Bloody Waller mm-hmm. here at What Culture. We've been fans of his since his time in NXT. Yeah, he left and we said, break a leg, mate. I was about to say, if you're wondering why he hasn't worked, because he literally broke a leg in his last match. <sighs> uh in NXT. It was, was it Mellow for the belt? I thought it wasn't it when... Oh, no. Yeah, because I was thinking it's stand and deliver and it's him and uh, Gargano. Gargano. Yeah. But no, of course not. Yeah, the title match, didn't yeah. it? Yeah. I've not got them the wrong way around, haven't I? He didn't, no, you're right. It wasn't yeah. like him versus Braun. Because he had a title match, but I'm trying to think now if it was he fought Braun and then he fought Gargano last, or it was Gargano at stand and deliver then Mellow. It might have been. Uh, it might have been the Braun he was fighting against, you know. It was. <laughs> they worked. Spring breaking, dude. Oh, bro, it's just like, dude, you get the best barrels ever, dude. Just like you pull in and you just get spit right out of them. And you just drop in and just smack the lip. Whoop! Drop down, 
Snap. Ah. And then after that, you just drop in, you just ride the barrel and get pitted. So pitted like that. <laughs> you would come out of Hazel Spring. Oh, thank you very That's much. That's your question. These NXT. Uh, do we do it for the? We don't really do it for the papers, do we? Like, start, I was just thinking, Sand delivered didn't have one. Vengeance Day. It was. Do we did the? We did the. Did we stand do and deliver? But it was. We just ripped that from Pretty Deadly. What was that? We did like stand and deliver. Oh yeah. <laughs> but here we got. Let's not forget. In end of July, we've got the uh, <laughs> our favorite, the Great American Blast. And God bless the United States. What was the one? What was the last significant no, next t-shirt? I'm, I'm just asking questions, Will Bond. You're just here to provide answers. Normally, it's a bit of... What was the last one? Like a balls on the ground. Water <laughs> effect. I think this could be an absolute tinderbox. I think Logan, Logan Paul in the UK, yeah. Grayson Waller in the UK, I mean, not necessarily as much as the crossover, but during an Ashes series. Oh, yeah. Cricket stuff. Yeah. Cricket stew. Cricket stew. Come on, pads. Remember when um, uh, Tegan Knox and Dakota Carter you had that match and she tried to smash her up with the cricket bat? <laughs> Take over Portland, I think it was. That was awesome. Cricket bat's a very unique and effective looking weapon. But um, And don't take this the wrong way, either of the two men in this. Great arseholes, aren't they? Yeah. And One of them may be slightly more work than the other. Well, and Grayson Waller kind of needs to dial that up because he's already had a kind of shoddy start. These Grayson Waller effects have not been... Better with Pretty Deadly, wasn't he? He It was a step up, but they've not been particularly scripted to cater to him. No. And he gets eaten alive by Logan Paul if he's not careful here. Like, the star power is what it is. He can't simp like he did for Charlotte. But that would kind of make logical sense. Yeah. Logan Paul is everything that Grayson Waller aspires to be. Logan Paul could do... um, What is it, the thing he could... Impulsive TV? Is that his version of the Grayson Waller effect? He could do that. And he wouldn't need to prearrange all the texts that just put him over as the greatest thing of all time that run across the bottom of the mm. ticker. Or he wouldn't need bonus cameras setting up because he probably already has them on himself at all times anyway. <laughs> or somebody there to film him. So Grayson Waller, it's like, how do they do this? Grayson Waller is basically a WWE invention created to mirror the type of person Logan Paul actually is in real <laughs> yes, life. that's it, isn't Would it, it be like if, um, what's a, and I, like he's a wrestler that's got a very obvious thing like ah oh, gable Stevenson, that complete suck ass like <laughs> he's there like with friggin kurt angle with the milk hose it's like we're the same you and i uh go better at the olympics like real wrestling i'm mm. brilliant at this and now i've stepped into the sports entertainment world we're the same and then angle like moves one eye in a slight direction it's like oh no you're an absolute genius at this as well and i yeah. can't do a single yeah. thing yeah like i don't know how to react as you're squirting a ring full of people with milk what chance have i got like that really exposed gable season didn't it like they are they're walking like a tightrope here mm-hmm. like he's got to grace Moller's got to hang with Logan Paul and not feel like a phony faker. Like, he's got to feel like he's as big yeah. a deal. Like, does Logan Paul say... The, the, you know, the best thing they could do, right, is not... The one guy that shouldn't fawn for Logan Paul is the one guy that kind of aspires to be him. Because by aspiring to be him, he knows he can't fawn, yeah. he can't simp. So he should get in the ring and Logan Paul should be like, it's really cool to meet you, man. Can I get a selfie before we start? Yeah. And then he's like, I can't believe I'm getting to meet Grayson Waller. Good job, <laughs> good job you're on a money bank ladder match tomorrow night because I might actually have a problem. I'm going to beat these complete losers. Yeah, here's, Why a, here's a bottle of prime. They're kind of hard to get their hands on in this country. Yeah, just for you, brother. The grape one. Yeah. Because, like, you know, the only person I've seen with the, able to get his hands on them is James Sidgwick. 
Yes. Like, coolest kid on the block. <laughs> like, uh, it brings over a great prime, especially for uh, Grace and Bloody Waller. And he's like, this, this is fantastic. I'm going to have to upload some of the socials that I met you. And then Grayson Waller's so... Oh, like, my God, beaming. can you imagine? He's like, he's like yeah, yeah I, know, I know what you're saying. Some Grayson Waller starts trending in the UK. Some complete losers in this match, like Ricochet, Uzi, Rubbish, Nakamura. Heard he was all right in Japan. Never seen it over here. Just go one by one by one by one by one. Mm. And then they get to LA Knight, who interrupts. A huge, human is Oh my it'd be a good idea to put LA Knight on this show like they should have done on WrestleMania weekend. Runs them down like they're nothing. Logan Paul having been like, oh yeah, really great to meet you, Grayson Waller. And uh, he's, LA Knight's like, you clowns better get out of here and kick your ass. And Logan goes to leave and Waller's like, I've got a broken leg. And Logan Paul's, sorry mate, sing I've got to go. <laughs> Tacky's outside and like Grayson Waller's yeah. got to like hop out of the way and LA Knight tips the desk over or whatever. What was the show that he, uh, he, bro- he broke his leg on then? So the show, it was, it was spring breaking, and then the fun following that. Oh, I've just remembered was uh, NXT Battleground. You ground <laughs> Battleground. <laughs> One final thing before we uh, before we head off today. Yeah. It's time to, it's time to play the game. Time to play time the to play game. game. We all know when WWE comes around these parts, particularly, I mean, any city in the UK, mm-hmm. but certainly London, you get a cab. <laughs> you get a phone box. Yeah. You get a Big Ben shot. Summer. And Princess s- Diana. No. Sometimes you get celebrities. What was it like? Eamon Holmes and... Was Eamon Holmes and uh, Jose Mourinho maybe? in Just the- Tarrant? Yeah, in the same crowd. Yeah. All the stars. Yeah. So I thought I could dig up an article um, about celebrities from 2007. Okay. Because <laughs> WWE's off. All right, yeah. And they, so they, like 16 years ago. Is my math right? Yeah. <laughs> this is our prediction for either SmackDown or, you know, Money in the Bank. Mm-hmm. It's a hot ticket at the end of the day for like, well, look who's uh, who's joined us. <laughs> who got so wrong? There's uh, players from the local soccer team. They'll yeah. do that, and then they'll... Oh, uh, Triple H will do something for West Ham winning the... F- I got a belt right here for David Moyes. Yeah. Get the hell out of here. Yeah, and they'll, really, they'll think London, so everyone either loves or hates Arsenal, Chelsea, Tottenham, <laughs> Crystal Ballet's Millwall. Millwall could be fun. Yeah, that'd be good. Really hard, isn't it, to do the London-centric one? Yeah, can't do it. They'll they'll think they'll think Arsenal yeah and then realise no it's not That's triple eight. he's gonna do West Ham stuff that's his thing isn't it yeah he likes West Ham um you know I was overplaying in uh, Manchester <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's, uh, when I think about my time as the game as the ass kicker I can't help thinking about those nights on the floodlights at Upton Park <laughs> or as I called it the bowling. Didn't they do... Uh, Batista's thing took place at the Upton. Oh, they? they did, yeah. So the much Final West Ham with WWE. I hate West Ham as well. Great film file. Have you watched it? No. I watched that this weekend before before the show. Oh, I should apologise. For our live stream on Saturday night. In case we've got like West Ham listeners, like it's nothing really personal. No, you know, it was my dad's a West Ham fan, so we're all right. Yeah, yeah, I was kind of envious. Uptown Park, many a time. Uptown Park. I was kind of envious of winning that Uptown Park. That'd be great <laughs> if he called it that. <laughs> Uptown Park. The bowling ground. <laughs> What is even the name of that? Is it still called the Olympic Stadium? Or do they West Ooh, Ham it up? That's a very good question. 
Because they were, um, they definitely legitimately acquired mm-hmm. the rights to play their home games there, didn't they? Oh, so London Stadium. The London course. Stadium. Yeah. That's it, yeah. Hey, well, Webbers. Well, that's it. That's it. Hey, uh, who's the uh, main team in London? It's got to be the team that plays at the London Stadium. Yes. West and, Ham. You know, got a lot in common, me and West Ham. We both love hammers. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's why he picked him. When he was Give me his own sledgehammer to West Ham. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> he gets it wrong as well, because like, uh, they got so many teams that same goddamn name over there. It's like the Raiders. Just say, just say a big fan of, uh, I don't know, the Hot Spurs. <laughs> <laughs> they're, all, they're all called that. The Arsenal fans will love it. Um, so, either in the crowd tonight or tomorrow night. Yep. Or, you know, you've got seven people in the men's money in the bank ladder match. Mm-hmm. It's a, a lady. She could be the seventh entry in the women's money in the bank. I've got, I like that. The first two people on this, I'm just going to scroll through. You tell me when to stop, and that's the person we're going to... Um, Pick as our right. person in the crowd, okay? Okay. I've just to, to rule these two names out and completely alienate our audience who is not from the UK. Favourite bit of every podcast. Kate Nash and Lamar. They're the uh, first two on this list. I don't wish to rule out Kate Nash, and I'll give you two good reasons why. A, anyone with the first initial Kate and the surname Nash deserves to be at a wrestling show. Number two, I don't care what you think of her first album, it's goaded. And she was in Glow. She can bump. Yes. She was she in Glow. She was in Glow and she can go. Kate Nash in Money in the Bank. And wait a second, Lamar, they love 50-50 booking. So, hello. Wait a second. She can almost get it before she's taken off because my fingertips are holding onto the edge <laughs> of that big briefcase. Right, okay. Kate Nash, there we go, done. Right, but okay. So she's in the match. I know but that I the... should grab it, but I can't. Because every time we fight, I know it's not right. Every time I grab it, Brock Lesnar comes out. <laughs> I know I should cash in, but I can't. You yeah. think I should climb so many ladders? Because I am so bitter. <laughs> they say I'd rather be a better athlete than you because I am much fitter. <laughs> and then Michael Cole goes. Yeah, intelligent input, darling. Let's <laughs> have another beer then. <laughs> oh, look, I made a bricks was good. You it shut, was you shut your dirty mouth. But, just <laughs> saying, I'm scrolling through now. So, she, can't, Kate Nash is in the match. Uh, Lamar is... Dance, dance, dance. Dance, dance, dance. Makes me want to dance. I bet Lamar is lovely I bet you did. Yeah. Of course you met Lamar. <laughs> um, I'm scrolling through now. Tell me when to stop. British celebrities from 2007. We are picking. I can't believe how good booking that is. We're in the grab of money in the bank. She scout with uh, Ryan from the Cribs as well. So like, oh, I, was, I, was, I was extremely jealous of that. Okay, tell me when to stop. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> yes. 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 So you were just, well, you were one step away mm-hmm. from, uh, <laughs> from booking McFly to make an appearance. Okay, right. Yeah, okay. all of them. Uh, yes, yeah, all four of them. Mm-hmm. Um, not the right. one, not just the ones but that are stealing a living, doing children's books about dinosaurs that poop. That's True story. Thing, yeah. So I'm going to turn this around, and you can tell our lovely listeners our final pick for entrance slash uh, celebrity fan. Uh-huh. <laughs> Money in the bank, and don't. And then we'll finish at Michael Hamlet, at Adam Wilborn, at yeah. What Culture WWE. Subscribe to What Culture Wrestling. Collision preview, Wrestle Culture coming your way later on today. But Michael Hamflet, mm-hmm. ahead of Money in the Bank and our live stream tomorrow night, who from 2007 is reappearing? I'm nervous. <laughs> so stressed. WWE tonight.
<laughs> Abby Titmus. Thanks for joining us. Join Money in the Bank. Bye.